0: You're listening to My Enneagram Life, episode number 19. I wish you could see my life right now. This weekend, we were supposed to get five feet of snow And right now, it is an absolute winter wonderland. Everything pretty much shut down this weekend, so I am here, stuck at home, talking with you with snow piled up all the way up on my windows. It is kind of crazy and very cozy, so I hope you are listening to this with a little bit more sun than I have. But when I say the word sun, what Enneagram type first comes to mind? If you guessed a 7, you are spot on. Today we are talking about Enneagram 7s and I have yet to meet someone who doesn't love 7s. Today we are talking about the disintegration or the stress points of a 7 and what does a 7 look like when they are unhealthy emotionally. But don't worry, if you're a 7, I'm going to make it fun and I'm going to give you the tools to grow at the end. So this podcast episode might actually be a little bit of a hard one for a seven because you're wanting to run from the pain, but seriously, don't skip this episode just because it's not fun. You need this, so let's get started. Hey, my name is Stephanie Smith, and I'm just your typical Enneagram 3, obsessed with becoming the best version of myself and teaching you everything I've learned along the way. I'll be your biggest hype girl to find your purpose, joy, and who you are through the Enneagram. Here, we will cover how to apply the Enneagram to your life, real-life stories of relationships through the Enneagram, and how to be the best you. I know life is super busy, but I truly believe that self-development starts with knowing who you are. So thanks for bringing me along for the ride. This is My Enneagram Life. So if you're still trying to figure out what Enneagram type you are, um, or you need just a little bit of a reminder on who a 7 is, or if you're listening for someone else and you want to be able to pick out who in your life is a 7, here is a little overview Sevens are very extroverted, they're optimistic, they're versatile, and they are spontaneous. And they're very playful and high-spirited. They constantly seek new and exciting experiences. Their biggest fear in life is pretty much FOMO, fear of missing out. And at the same time, they can become distracted and exhausted by staying on the go all the time. At their best, they are very focused on their talents and their worthwhile goals, and they become very appreciative and joyous and satisfied. So the key motivations of an Enneagram 7 is to maintain their freedom and happiness. They really want to avoid any negative emotions, and they never want to miss out on worthwhile experiences. So they keep themselves excited and occupied, and they want to avoid and discharge pain. So when moving into the direction of disintegration or stress, a very scattered seven suddenly becomes perfectionistic and critical when they go into one. However, when they move into the direction of integration or growth, the very scattered seven becomes more focused and fascinated by life like healthy fives. So there are nine levels of health for each Enneagram type. The first three are healthy, the second three are just average, and the last three are unhealthy. And obviously, we want to be in the healthy levels of our Enneagram type. And that is why the Enneagram is such a great tool for guiding us in how to do that. So are you ready? Let's dive in to the health levels. So at their best, an Enneagram 7 will be very grateful for their experiences in life. They become appreciative for what they have and they become awed by the simple wonders of life. So kind of like going into the five, they're going to just love to learn things. They're going to be very joyous and have a boundless attitude of goodness in life. At level two, they're highly responsive. They're excitable. They're very enthusiastic about experiences in life, and they are the most extroverted type out of all Enneagram types. They find everything in life to be invigorating. They're very lively and eager and spontaneous, resilient, and cheerful. At level three, they can become easily accomplished achievers because they are multi-talented, talented and can easily learn and pick up new skills. They are productive and very practical. As we move into the average levels of health, at level four, an Enneagram seven's restlessness kind of increases. They want more options and choices available to them. They become worldly-wise, but less focused on what they need to get done. They're constantly seeking new things and experiences. They become a consumer or a connoisseur. Things like money, variety and keeping up with the latest trends becomes more important to them. At level 5, the Enneagram 7 is kind of unable to discriminate what they actually need and they can become hyperactive. They're unable to say no to themselves and constantly throwing themselves into activities and doing things and just having more experience in life. At this level, they oftentimes just do and say whatever comes to mind. And out of a fear of being bored, they'll throw themselves into perpetual motion and do as many things as possible. Whatever comes to their mind, they're just going to do it. At level six, they can fall into consumption and all forms of excess. They can become self-centered or materialistic or greedy, feeling like they never have enough in life. And at this level, they'll start to become more pushy and demanding and very unsatisfied and jaded. They can also be more addictive or hardened or insensitive. And this is really kind of where you're going to start to see them take on the negative characteristics of a one As we move into the unhealthy levels, at level 7, the 7 is desperate to quell their anxieties since they're in the head triad. Their core emotion is anxiety, but they want to push that aside and do whatever it takes to not feel that pain and anxiety. They'll become very impulsive or offensive and abrasive and feeling like they are depraved in this world. At level 8, Enneagram 7s will act out of impulses rather than actually dealing with their anxiety or frustrations. So they kind of go out of control. They go into erotic mood swings and compulsive actions. And at level 7, at their most unhealthy level, finally their energy and their health is completely spent after doing everything they possibly can to run from the pain and anxiety of their life. They become claustrophobic, or panic-stricken. They often find themselves in, in a deep depression or despair, and they can become self-destructive by overdoses or impulse suicides. And this generally corresponds to bipolar disorder. So when a 7 goes into disintegration, they'll go into the 1 and take on the unhealthy characteristics of a 1. They become more perfectionistic or critical or addictive and hardened, And very insensitive. Like, this is my way or the highway. This is just right or wrong. And this is where they can become more picky and judgmental and intolerant and kind of inflexible. Which is very contradictory to who the seven is. But by now you're probably thinking, oh my goodness, can you make it stop? But I want to congratulate you because you made it through. And it wasn't as bad as you thought, right? I made it kind of (laughs) quick. But the other day, I did have someone ask me, you know, you talk a lot about the bad parts or the disintegration of each type, but what about the good stuff? And I was like, wow, way to call me out. But he was right. And I do talk about the disintegration a lot. But do you know why? It's because it actually helps us grow. So oftentimes, we're not even aware of the characteristics in our lives that are holding us back. And I found the Enneagram is one of the only tools that shows us where we can grow. So take it in, you made it through the rough parts, and then use this to grow. And hopefully I can help you do that. So here's what we're gonna do with this information. Okay, so are you ready? First thing, be willing to sit in the uncomfortable. Take that in for a second. Slow it down. Sit in your uncomfortable. Recognize what you're doing in your life that is not beneficial. So for sevens, it's easy to just move on to the next thing. Forget about what you could be working on. Forget about the pain of past experiences. Forget about the negative emotions in your life. But we use the Enneagram as a tool to uncover these things so we can work on them and we can grow. And it's nice because it's already laid out for you. So it should be quick and easy to see these characteristics show up in your life. So if you need to, re-listen to this podcast I know it's not fun, but it is so necessary for growth. Because of your quick learning ability and being multi-talented, you can start something and never finish it. So I challenge you to stick to one thing before moving on to the next thing. The second step that we're going to take is accept where you're at. Okay, so you now you know what to look for in your life when you're disintegrating. But until we accept that we need to change, nothing happens. So for other numbers, I'd say get to work quickly on changing these traits that aren't good. But for a seven who's in constant motion, I'd say one of the biggest ways for you to grow is to actually do nothing. Sit in the uncomfortableness of growth just for a second. Because when we shut off the negative emotions and we try to only focus on the positive, we are actually dulling the joy and the exciting feelings in our lives too. Because negative emotions are not a bad thing. They're actually a warning signal. And to deny negative emotions is to ignore useful feedback from the world. So as hard as it is and not fun, try to slow down for just a second. Feel the wide range of emotions that you have and don't just try to push past them. So one thing that might help is by using the My Enneagram Life 15-Day Workbook. This workbook is created to help you start healthy habits. And for a seven, you definitely need that, right? It will help you find clarity in your life. And it has weekly check-ins. So you can slow down just for a second before moving on to the next thing. Actually check in on yourself. What are you learning? What are you feeling? How can you grow? Kind of a questions. So it's specifically designed for your Enneagram type. It has growth tips and more about the health levels. And if you're not a seven, I have one for you too. So I'll link it in the show notes. And I know this wasn't the funnest thing in the world for a seven to do, but pat yourself on the back for getting through it. I am so proud of the work that you are putting in to grow into the best version of yourself. And I want you to be thinking, who in your life do you want to grow with? Once you've got them in your head, share this with them. This could be an icebreaker for you to start sharing more of the uncomfortable feelings in your lives with someone else. So if you're getting this podcast from a seven, this might be their way of trying to open up to you. So be ready to listen. And thanks for listening to My Enneagram Life. It means the world to me that you are spending your time growing with me. So hop on over to Instagram and say hi at My Enneagram Life and I'll see you next week. Keep working toward becoming the best version of yourself.